0: back to this week's episode of Cutting a Rusty. I'm here with Cam and Cruz. Uh, Hayden's not with us this week. Um, So we're just going to kind of pick up where we left off. Um, Two weeks ago, we've kind of been running around like chickens with their head cut off over the past couple weeks and uh, haven't actually been able to record anything for you guys and get anything out. Uh, We've been wrapping up trapping season, so that's kind of been taking over the majority of our time and between that and switching rotations for a pharmacy school everything's kind of been a mess so we are back um we're going to start cranking out at least one to two episodes a week now get back on a normal schedule for you guys and uh hopefully give you guys some good content we're getting into early spring so we got a lot of good stuff coming up um so we're gonna go ahead and take this episode and just kind of wrap up our trapping season um today ended everything for us so we kind of went and removed all our traps over the course of the weekend and uh, just made sure that everything was good to go. Um, This week starts maintenance. We're going to start boiling everything down, uh, getting the scent off. Order and stuff. Oh yeah. Everything's starting back over. Uh, The good news is that while we were gone, we managed to um, schedule our nuisance license exam. So we're going to be Uh, wildlife control operators here in the next little bit hopefully if we pass the exam on friday what Um, does that mean for you exciting uh so that pretty much is is allowing us to do nuisance jobs for people outside of trapping season so like if somebody calls you know trapping season ends officially tomorrow today's sunday the 27th Uh, season ends the 28th so as a wildlife control operator um we'll be able to you know receive calls from you know uh, a person or a company or like a a coal company that's on a strip job you know something like that that needs to get rid of you know coyotes uh, a beaver whatever it may be and we'll be able to come in and actually set traps for that and uh, get rid of that for them and hopefully get a little get a little side cash for it too Um, so it's always good to get paid for doing something you love, but uh, for us, I mean, really, we're just doing it because we love the trap, so that's something we want to kind of keep going all year, um, and I feel like, you know, a lot of people have a lot of nuisances throughout the year, like, you know, how often do you hear somebody saying, oh, there's yotes in the backyard, or, uh, oh, the beaver's got the river dammed up. The I mean, raccoon's stuff, up my trash. exactly. Yeah. stuff happens all the time, so. Pretty much we're going to be targeting what we uh, did in trapping season. You know, coyotes, bobcats, uh, raccoons, possum, um, muskrat. Bear. (laughs) No, hopefully (laughs) hopefully not bear. (laughs) We are actually allowed to. uh, Hopefully bear. To uh, take care of bear, but it's done through Kentucky Fish and Wildlife, so it'll be in contact with a. 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 game warden or officer and uh they'll come out and i'm pretty sure that we get you know administered some beanbag rounds and uh under their supervision we kind of take care of things together um you know there's a list of things that you can't hurt or harm or trap or any of that so we can't take you know like deer elk turkey stuff like that um, bear. and bear definitely not bear <laughs> so you know we're just kind of looking forward to that uh getting everything ready to go studying up for the exam on friday um, and then after that we are on to uh nuisance trapping so that will take up uh some of our time in the next upcoming months where kind of things are getting a little dead before uh, spring fishing really kicks up full full swing um, so yeah that's that's our next move in the, the upcoming months um Right now, like we said, we're just wrapping up trapping season, uh, so we kind of wanted to hop on here tonight and give you guys a little recap of everything that happened uh, that you guys have missed uh, in the past two weeks. Um, nothing too crazy is going on. I mean, uh, what, three, four beaver in the past couple weeks? One mm-hmm. yoke, know, One coyote today, actually, on the last day. Get a little present on the way out. It's because I didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Cruiser Hayden don't go then. Uh, we end up catching something getting never Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> so today was a pretty good day. Um, ran everything, still having a lot of dig outs, but uh, we've been talking to people, getting to the bottom of that. And we think uh, it's just pretty much scent control. So one thing we're going to do is, is boil all our traps down, uh, knock the scent off of them. Um, and then wax and dye the traps as well. That way they blend in a little bit better and are kind of weatherproof. So uh, we're going to get to doing that here probably next, either this week or upcoming into next week, Um, and go ahead and get that set for when our nuisance license comes back so we'll be ready to roll. Um, But, yeah, scent control has killed us this year, honestly. Yeah, we've, we've disregarded the scent control issue. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're doing it, you don't really think that, you know, not switching gloves and having a set for handling traps and having a set for handling bait would make that much of a difference. But hey, it, it does. Same because like it does, yeah. what happens is, is that the scent off your bait is on your glove when you touch the trap and gets on that trap. So when that yoke comes into your set, instead of focusing on your dirt hole or your, um, you know, your pop dream or whatever you got set, it's going to focus on that trap because that's the closest thing to it. So automatically it's going to start pawing, thinking something's in the ground, and then you get a trap and then it spooks when it feels or sees that pan or whatever it may be. So that has been the story of the whole season. We're trying to figure out why the heck it's happening all year. And uh, after talking to a couple of people over the past couple of weeks, we decided that scent control has absolutely killed us. So, you know, things like uh, rubber boots, um, having two pairs of gloves designated for, you know, touching the traps versus touching the bait. Um, even going as far as putting down like a milk crate or, uh, some cardboard, uh, padding between us and the ground in front of where the trap is setting, because we don't want our scent on it either. Um, you know, spraying down with scent spray. I mean, the whole nine yards, so we just got to really up things because, you know, when you think about it, the coats and the canine family, and they're known for their noses. So they're going to sniff out whatever you've got. doesn't matter. And to go to show that, I mean, the yoke that we caught today, uh, the trap had actually not been rebaited in probably three weeks. It's been a long time. Yeah. <clears throat> and the reason we decided to do that was because the third or the second yoke that we caught was actually on a trap that we had kind of neglected for a while. Um, I mean, we still ran it and still checked it, but we'd never really rebaited anything. Um, and it just – got in there after digging out the top trap of the set and came down to the bottom trap and got in it. And I mean, literally we hadn't put bait in this dirt hole in three weeks. I mean, it had come monsoons. Like we got a lot of rain, a lot of snow. You think the scent was washed out, but that, yoke still got in that trap. So that just goes to show you how good their noses is and how um, good they pick up on things like, like scent, especially. Um, And that's a good thing to prove your point is like, you know, you don't really think about those things until you have a problem and then you figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. It's this obviously is... been our problem, too. and then right. it, it makes more sense after you think about it and figure it out. Oh, yeah. I mean, we kind of had an aha moment uh, Saturday when we were coming back off the hill when Hayden was like, hey, you know, I trapped last year and caught three in a week, and I think I used two separate sets of gloves. And we were like, uh-oh. <laughs> We've been we've been not making mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes not even using gloves. And that's even worse because it's not your scent and the whatever bait. bait is on it. So yeah, huge huge rookie mistake on airport right there. Um uh, by no means are we professionals. I mean heck we've pretty much took this season to learn and kinda hopefully done a lot of that. Um and
1: and we'll we learned
0: so you all don't have to. We'll, yeah. tell, we'll tell you about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, we'll give you all the deets and all of our uh two months of mishaps. So Hopefully, it'll be a little bit easier on you guys. The biggest key this year for us has been setting off sign, though. I mean, you know, yotes travel all over the place, but if you're not at least seeing tracks or, you know, yotes scat of some sort, then you, you're not going to do any good. I mean, we No, sat, you, we trapped uh, over Yeah. And there was no sign at all, and we got no action the whole time. Yep. Three weeks we just decided to run main roads there because we figured if they come in there, then they would definitely run like, you know, these auger roads and whatnot. And we were completely wrong. I Nothing mean, at all. Not <laughs> one single bit of action at all. Some squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. A couple squirrels, but missed that's those. about it. <laughs> Couldn't even hit those. We didn't do any good at all of it. Oh, No, man. no, we had a, we had a tough time. I missed one too. That's okay. So, yeah, I mean, outside of that, um, I think our totals for the year so far have been, what, three yotes? Three yotes, five four. bobcats. Four bobcats? Might have been four. Yeah, I think it was four. Um, I'll have to look later, but pretty sure four bobcats. Um, A handful of raccoon, probably six, six, raccoons, six or eight. Yeah. About six or eight possums, too. Yeah, accidentally, completely accidentally on possums. I mean we we feel like we have become pretty good possum trappers uh on accident. That's good for news. That's yeah, exactly problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hire us. You guys got a possum problem, we'll take care of it, no problem. Right. We do we won't do it orthodox at all. It'll be a coyote set, but it'll work, I it promise. It works. <laughs> and then uh fox. Uh yeah. Caught a fox this year. That was probably one of the highlights of the year. Um bobcat the first bobcat was pretty much a highlight too, but I swear yeah. after that they just became became regular. So kind of kind of got spoiled and got used to that um but yeah the fox is absolutely gorgeous um we got him in the freezer right now and we're gonna take care of him when we get a little bit better at, at fleshing and tanning uh, so we got a lot of work to do on that too another thing we're learning yep uh, Tanning. we got a whole lot of pelts we got two almost three freezers floor right now uh, so we got a lot of beaver to practice on uh, it's going to be going to be a good old time tannin and fleshing and fleshing really is is the hardest part i mean just being able to remove that membrane and and whatever or fat is left on that animal and get down close to the hide without actually ripping it or tearing a hole in it i mean you're taking pretty much if you could imagine um almost like a a, a two-handled almost like a sword blade really is what it looks like yeah, it's like a big cleaver with yeah handles on both ends and you're just like Standing over top of this thing at a 45 degree angle over top of the pelt and just kind of uh, working Getting as your much way down. meat off as possible. Yeah. That's the whole idea. Yep. So we got to figure out how to do that successfully. Um, we tried it a couple times and ended up putting small holes in the pelt, and that just absolutely ruins the pelt if you go to sale. So um, hopefully we can kind of figure that out over the, the course of the, I don't know, 20 or so beavers that we got in the freezer. Um, we'll get it. Plenty of practice. Yeah, yeah we, should, we shouldn't We should have too hard of a problem. We can figure it out eventually. So, uh, that's also in the in the near future. Uh, got a lot of stuff to do in the next upcoming months. A whole lot of stuff is changing and then gearing up towards spring. Um, you know, nuisance license is going to kick in and hopefully the next six weeks from Friday. Hope I hope so. Is, is what they said earlier the better. Exactly. Um, Yeah, if you guys listen, know or have a nuisance problem, um, you know, depending on what it is, we're going to charge pretty reasonable. I mean, we're not here to really make money off this. Again, we're just doing it because we enjoy it. Uh, We'll charge $5 less than the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. How's that sound? We'll lowball for you guys. But seriously, (laughs) if you guys do have a problem or um, know of anybody with a problem, uh, give us a holler. Um, We'll come check it out for you and hopefully – be able to get rid of everything. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that pretty much sums up our trapping <laughs> season this year. Um, kind of experimented with a couple things, like the Pop Dream set, uh, which is essentially just uh, about, mm, about a six, eight-inch piece of PVC pipe section um, that is put in the ground, and you're at your bait. It's kind of functions the same as a dirt hole set, like we talked about before. Um, uh, waterproof. It is waterproof. Uh, you actually dig a small hole and bed your trap on top of the hole with the bottom kind of exposed. That way, if it does rain, then water just goes right through the trap and into the hole. Um, doesn't require a lot of maintenance at all. Pretty good trap. Um, and today we had some success off of it. Yeah. So bait stays good forever too. Yeah. Where it's in that pop, that bait's going to be pretty concentrated and uh, is going to come out the top. And whatever comes in is going to get really curious around it. That we found out so far. Uh, we also use some uh, kill squeak boxes. I think that's I the name. Don't know what um, something that we found It essentially mimics a uh, like a small rodent or something that's field in mouse. distress. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's a field mouse in distress. Essentially, it you know makes a noise for ten seconds, then cuts off for ten seconds. So um, hopefully that pulled whatever you know uh, yowled or cat or whatever comes through into the trap. Uh, We actually funny story um, out of everything that we had coming around the trap that night. uh, The closest thing that we got to the trap actually was a deer. Uh, We sat and watched it on sale cam and got pretty nervous. They come right over and check that uh, kill squeak box out. I mean, within probably six inches of the trap jaws. So, you know, obviously that's not our target animal. So that's, that would have been fun. Yeah. Not something that we really would have, uh, Wanted to end up catching. Uh, luckily, you know our jaws are offset on the majority of our traps, so really um, a deer could slip through that pretty easily. We've had that problem before. Um, at our first spot we set this year, uh, that deer pulled out a yeah, flare branch. Yeah. 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 So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I tried those. Didn't have much success off of them. Um, that's just a little added bonus that we threw in just because everything was so finicky. But. At the end of the day, it was our mistake, and it boils down to just strictly uh, strictly scent control. Yep. I think if we could just fix scent control and get our traps boiled, get them dyed and waxed, um, that solves everything almost. I mean, it's going to take the dog smelling the trap completely out of it, and he's only going to smell what's on the backing, whether that be, you know, whatever lure we decide. So, yeah. Um, Another update, uh, bought a a few more trapping supplies, uh, ordered six more Duke Number 2's, footholds, uh, offset jaws, got those in. Uh, Super good company out of West Virginia. Cannot remember the name. Uh, I think it's Murray's. Yeah, Murray's Lures um, out of West Virginia. Awesome. They shipped in like two days. Uh, We're here and straight out of the box ready to go, which was another rookie mistake should definitely boil your traps if you have time before you uh, put them in the ground to at least get the oil off of them um what was the uh the tree sumac yes so sumac we've learned um i think it was sumac. yeah yeah you're right yeah uh we've learned that sumac you can actually put in when you boil your traps and it kind of creates a film over the traps and uh Kills that y, like oily smell that's associated with the traps. Um, so we may try that when we boil if we can find some. We I mean, need Plant Man Hayden. Yeah, yeah. Hayden took a what two semesters of botany, I think. So he should be able to identify us a good sumac tree here <laughs> coming up. So we'll need him when we start boiling traps. But um yeah, so we're just gonna focus everything on scent control in the upcoming months. Um, Sitting here debating tonight on what wax and dye we want to use. Um, you know, we're calling this the the All Star break per se because hopefully it'll just be a six month break until we're back or six, six week, week, week break. <laughs> sorry, until we're back trapping. Hopefully it's not six months. So uh, if you don't have the nuisance license, what is the off season for your trapping? The off-season is pretty much just, you know, cleaning up your furs. Um, I'm, just, I'm talking about far as far Oh, gotcha. Um, it kicks back in in November. Uh, oh, so that's a long break. It's, <laughs> yeah. 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 it's a four-month season, but it is a very long eight months in between. I mean, you know, we thankfully we've got, you know, fishing, turkey season, deer season, whatever else going Coyote on hunting. in between. Coyote hunting in between, that's something we dabbled in in the past weeks. Uh, <laughs> that was an experience. Um good time Damn. yeah definitely a good time uh should have killed one really the first night we went but uh you know how that goes sometimes you don't shoot as straight as you thought you did wrong shells, so you might have the number seven shot when you think you had buckshot and you know sometimes that ain't you never get, good get buckshot <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know things happen but um uh, so, yeah, we're, we're trying to figure out what uh, trap, wax, and dye we want to do. Um, got two options, pretty much. We can do it the quick and easy way, um, which involves gasoline, as ironic as that sounds, for getting scent off the traps. Um, kind of sketched out about that, no lie. But Speed Dip is actually a wax and dye combo that you it comes in a paint can and you mix it with a gallon of gasoline and you (laughs) dip your traps in it Um, i've read that the higher octane gas you get the quicker your traps will the gas will evaporate out of the traps so the idea is that once that wax sets on there um, it hardens and then over the course of like you know two three weeks that gas will evaporate completely off the traps and they'll be sent free Um, a lot of people swear by it a lot of people use it i just don't know if we have enough time in that six week window to get the gas off the traps that's the only thing i'm worried about um, I feel like we can dabble a little bit in the cruises area expertise, maybe try some racing fuel in the uh speed dip. I think that would be your highest you can option. Yeah. <laughs> Price of gasoline. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> Russia. Five dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So that may be an option. Uh the other option Get is getting wax itself and then actually adding dye to it and that's a longer process that gets more drawn out, way more time-consuming. Uh, Got to be more meticulous with that because it dries a little bit different on the trap. Um, speed dry, literally, you just dip it and hang it, and that's it. You don't even have to shake it off. You just pull it straight out of the bucket. Whatever you want dyed is dyed and waxed, and your trap is pretty much good for eternity, depending on how you treat it. So we're going to go back, uh, get all that done, uh, whatever we choose to do, whether it be the speed dry or... The uh, or speed dip or the uh, uh, other wax and dye methods, but um, yeah, again, just wrapping up everything, getting everything ready for a nuisance season, and uh, working on sand control. Yep, gonna be a gonna be a rule king run to get some gloves to separate everything. Frazier's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out, shout out, Ernie at Frazier's. Yeah, sponsors, not <laughs> <laughs> sponsors. Nice uh, but yeah um invest in a couple milk crates i guess Uh, maybe some old cardboard boxes that we can flatten out that'd be good and uh just see what we can do see how well we can control the scent Uh, we learned thankfully how to get around the mud and the wet and the nastiness that was the last couple months Uh, that was another curveball i got thrown in but thankfully we got that on the uh Uh, Got by that on the pop drink set, so that's going to be one that is going to be used a lot in our nuisance trapping, Um, but who knows? I mean, everything's pulled now. Uh, Everything's at the house, so this week starts trap inventory and uh, ordering all the stuff we need for this upcoming season, kind of regrouping. All-star break. It's the all-star break. Resting a little bit, getting our stuff back together, so Hopefully we're going to do some fishing uh, this upcoming weekend if the weather holds. It's looking pretty good right now. It's in the 60s, 70s, so we may shoot over to uh, Tennessee wet a line or two. Uh, so we'll keep you guys up on that. a uh, plan right now is to actually uh, kind of do a, a two-, three-day kind of log on how we do there uh, this weekend. Uh, so looking forward to that. That will be coming to you guys, what, Friday, Saturday, and maybe Sunday, depending on um, how much time we got and what was going on. So, uh, you guys look forward to that. And then the second episode that we're going to kick out this week for you guys. Uh, kind of feel bad for taking two weeks off, so we're going to go ahead and kick out two this week. Sorry, uh, yeah, that's on us. My bad. Uh, so the second one is going to be on. Uh, we're going to do. We're going to do crappie fission. Is that what we're going to do spring crappie? It's good that, time. That should be coming up next. Uh, spring crappie. Yeah, a lot of people preach uh, late February. So we're gonna get into that uh next episode in real late February. And see what happens. <laughs> late as you're <laughs> yeah, about to meet you. Hey, we're right there. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh we'll see how that plays and uh we'll just go from there. So we thank you guys for tuning in. Um again, you know, kinda plug for uh hopefully our nuisance license when it comes back after we take this exam on Friday. Um know if you guys have any coyote problems any possum raccoon beaver whatever uh, just give us a call um and we'll just hopefully help you guys out um uh, again thanks for tuning in thanks for listening and like we'll, comment subscribe yeah give us uh give us a share uh we're gaining some still gaining some popularity uh the two weeks off hurt us pretty bad um so hopefully uh when we get some consistency back our viewers will kick back up a little bit and uh we'll be here either way yep notifications oh, on. on oh yeah hit that bell <laughs> i don't even know if there is a bell <laughs> show you buddy yeah yeah show people in California. the grocery store yeah 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 the word is getting out though we have had uh, a couple people like that we don't directly know um mention to our friends wherever they may be that you know hey we've got some goats behind the house i'd like for them to come up and take a look and hopefully get rid of them uh, I've heard that, what, two, three times over the past couple months. So we are gaining a little bit of uh, necessarily popularity, but uh, that's the word I'm looking for here. Notoriety, Recognition. Yeah, recognition. There we go. Gaining a little bit of recognition with everybody. So uh, I don't know. We'll see what the the next upcoming months hold for us. So, again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, We'll catch you guys on the next episode.